It's no secret the NFL has a problem with race. Think Colin Kaepernick. Think Brian Flores. But this isn't a new problem. It's one that started as far back as the 1930s, with a ban on Black players in the NFL, with a past that informs the present. Blackballed is a new miniseries podcast from The Ringer about the four men who broke the color barrier in football. I'm your host, Chelsea Stark-Jones. You can find Blackballed on The Ringer NFL feed. I'm not talking this show. <laughs> For the people on the podcast, we're live in front of people, which is something I hate more than Jesse's musical choices. And Listen, so I think what we're doing here today is groundbreaking. I think it's good for you. It's good for me. Gets us out of our comfort zone, opens us up a little bit. I, I have to make an announcement, though, just for everyone listening right now. You at home listening, you're doing fine. You just sit tight two seconds. You in the audience, please do not make direct eye contact with any of us. It will freak us out. We will become like bears and just attack. Thank you. That's only announcement Why I needed to make. You should have just done what I did. Just sit at the angle. Oh, I'm, I don't mind it. It's more for you, I, in case you look out there. All right, so Jesse's going to destroy Beck in a few minutes. We're going <laughs> to wait till they're here. Oh, my. Do not lead with that, dude. Okay. I'm not destroying. He's going to be nice about it. We're going to talk about this generational announcement that wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> God. And then we're going to talk about baseball. Is that, does that sum up the show? Just don't alienate everyone who's actually at the show no, on no, this podcast. No, no, just back into fanatics. Everybody else is doing great. Okay. Where do you um, want to start? We have, yeah, no, we have like every sport to talk about. We have multiple guests as well. Uh, Christina from Card Letter, Jesse Craig from PWCC, Jeremy Lee from Sports Cards Live, and Jeff Hoffhofer mm-hmm. from Panini is going to join. We've got breaks. Mm-hmm. We've got cards. We've got giveaway stuff. Um, I think we got to start with opening day. I wore my opening day hat, as you can see. The umpire hat. It's no my, logos. You know what? I don't like to say I'm officially a part of any real team. I hey, just, hang on. What do you call it when a team gets a stop point? It. In, stop it. No, no. Ask the audience your question. Maybe they know it. So uh, I know he hit a home run, but uh-huh. did he also get a point? Answer? Yes. I asked That's you. your open. I asked you. How does if, he score? How, I didn't ask you how they scored. I, I I said, is it a score? Is it just considered a score? And you laughed at me. You said, <laughs> well, you said a fair. score? What is a score in baseball? And I don't think that's so wrong. Did so what I, scores do you want to talk about? Let's let's go baseball. I just feel a lot like of I'm big baseball. getting attacked already. <laughs> it's okay. Adley. Let's talk about Adley. Adley Rushman, five for five, one home run. Perfect example of somebody to overreact to. People are super high. 2019 rookie. His pricing is through the roof anyways. He's actually, the only one who's actually affected. He's pricing. way up, right? His pricing was actually seemed to be affected by the game yesterday. So here's the only problem. I like Adley. He can hit all that. The one issue in Baltimore is going to be, and actually a mailbag question asks us the same thing. I still am a firm believer. No team can have two young stars that will succeed. They'll have the Acuna, uh, Albies effect, the uh, Robert Eloy effect. And Gunnar Henderson was like the offseason darling. So he didn't have, I don't think he had a hit yesterday. Adley goes five for five with a home run. People are super excited. His pricing is nuts. But one of those guys is going to suffer. I don't think they can both stay at the top of their game. So, yeah, I do kind of worry there. But crazy big. The other thing that was weird is the Sox scored nine runs in a row and still lost the game, which was impressive. That game was insane as far as scoring goes. I was surprised that you weren't more up in arms about that loss. But Well, here's the reason I'm not up in arms, by the way. I okay. have no internet, so that's not going to work. Did you look at the Red Sox roster? It's like a bunch of people who sell baseball cards. <laughs> Literally, nobody. It's it's Chubby Devers and a bunch of people who should not be in the MLB. 
I mean, but they still Hard managed to get up to, in arms. They still managed to score nine points. We lost to the Orioles. It's not even a real bird. Okay. All right. Maybe fair it enough. is. Either way. Okay. <laughs> okay. He was the first one. All right. Uh, we'll stay with Wander. the AL East. Yeah. Wander goes two for four with a home run. I think Wander's just a great buy in general. I mean, he's super down after the offseason coming into the uh, into opening day. Wander is he's actually like, when you say super even. down, like he is at his lowest. In, Since when? I'm trying to think if he, I'm trying to find a point where he was lower than this. Um, this is the lowest he has ever been from the time his first 2019 Bowman Prospects Chrome PSA 10 came out. He's lower out. right now than ever. It was $56 on that first sale. He's currently selling for $50. Yeah, I mean, again, that's that's a team that's probably going to win a, a decent amount of games. There's some hype around the youth. All the scouts we talk to, our boy Feinstein, everybody else tells us how much of a can't-miss prospect he is. I, I don't know. I, again, overreaction. He has a couple bad months. People just totally sell out and bail on the guy. I like him. The next dude, though, I like even better, O'Neill Cruz. Again, granted, yeah. Pittsburgh is you know a breeding ground for just useless baseball to be played, but he will get traded to a team that has a real market. Like he's just gonna. This is literally a performance for him before he gets traded to the Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, whatever. He's like obscenely tall, six seven, six eight, which I hate tall people more than most. That's offensive. Okay. And he hit a four hundred and twenty five foot home run off a hundred and one mile an hour fastball. I don't think he's gonna be a, like an all star starter. But people love that crap. Hunter Green's throwing 100 miles an hour the whole game. This dude smashes a home run. Just a good look for him. So what, has he moved at all or no? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So it looks like he's gone up, but not really. He, he's at $45 right now for his uh, 2022 Topps Chrome PSA 10. It's It's been $40. It was like $30, $33 a few weeks ago. So no movement. I mean, a little bit of movement in the last week, but nothing really from that game it doesn't look like. So overall, I mean... $45 it's cheap. for 2022. Yeah, it's I'd, I'd be... buy O'Neill Cruz. I, I think the team's garbage, okay. but I would still buy him. Okay. Uh, another garbage team, the Yankees. Is Cage still here? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> no, That's good. he left. Yeah, I mean, Judge hits a home run his first at bat. Wasn't it his first swing? I think it was his first swing, but it definitely had his first bat. People are going to lose their minds over Judge, and they should. He's a monster. I mean, 50 home runs last year, or 60 home runs last year. Yeah, I mean, I don't. if he keeps hitting home runs, his market's going to stay strong, and he is way, way down, too. Judge is down for sure. I think that someone I was seeing some commentator on ESPN say, like, what does he have to do at this point? And that's he's doing what everyone expects him to do after last year, which is come out and hit home runs. But I mean, what does the hobby need to see from him to actually justify pricing that we saw last year? I don't know if the guys who bought at the high will ever recoup that investment. At the I mean, no, because he sets up, I mean, he sets the AL or the American League record last year. The crazy chase. I don't know if we see that, but if he keeps hitting home runs, people will still buy his stuff. So, a uh, couple other guys I like. So, Otani, too. Again, this is his story. Phenomenal talent and just kind of a loser, like because of the organization. Mm -hmm. 10 strikeouts in six innings looked amazing. Like his fastball is, he's a weird dude. He's just a freak, honestly. Um, you've been called that. So, I don't know if that's a, that's an endearing term. Well, don't care for it, but okay. Continue. <laughs> Maybe not to your face. No. Okay. Um, I like Otani. Again, he's the only guy in the league who can lose 162 games, and it doesn't matter. His pricing is going to be through the roof and just go nuts because he's a he's a Ruth type. Like He's going to strike out 10 people, and then he's going to hit 37 home runs. What are the chances that he ever gets traded? I, I mean, know. they've talked. I mean, the offseason, they talked about it a little bit. It just like, seems like at this point, you would think he'd already be pushing for that. Like, I, would, I wouldn't. I would think that he'd want to be on a winning team if at all possible. I guess, but Trout's been content to do nothing out there. Like, some people are just content to be, like, amazing at their sport and not ever leave. Yeah. 
Okay. Which is weird. Like, everybody else just bails. Like, LeBron's the exception to that, right? Like, he'd rather just move teams every year and win games. But I think some people still have a sense of loyalty. So, um, I think that's kind of where Otani falls. And then Jordan Walker. Yeah. Did you see anything on him? I did, he's the only guy I didn't look up at all. Uh, no. There, well, there wasn't really much pricing. I okay. couldn't find any real movement. He's another guy. Wicked bat. I think he's a 2018 Bowman Chrome uh, first rookie auto for him. Again, good organization in St. Louis. He has a he's got a wicked, I mean, home run swing. And he got a hit in his first at bat, so people got excited. All right. So at this point, some of the bigger news that's coming out of the show is also Beckett. Mike, you have more detail on this. Yeah, so Beckett changing their whole grading scale. Um, we teased we were gonna do this earlier and I forgot to because they were here and now they're not, and that's okay. Um I'm so glad they're gone. It was gonna be so uncomfortable. Yeah, so they have changed. They now have their gem mint will now be a 10. Their pristine is still a 10. And their black label is a 10. Wait, 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 wait. As opposed to it used to be Gemmin was 9.5. Now Gemmin is 10. So Gemmin's is 10. Yep. There's a black label, of course. That's Which also is all 10 subs. A 10, but that's differentiated. It's got a black label. It's the, yeah, it's the most beautiful holder yeah, of anything. Everyone loves frame. it. Pristine is now three 10s and a 9.5. That hasn't changed. Okay. So those haven't changed. The only thing that's changed now, it used to be three 9.5s and a 9 would be a min gem. Would still get you a 9.5. Mm-hmm. But that still would used to be gem mint. Mm-hmm. That will now be a nine five mint plus. So no. nine five is now mint plus. You Stop hate this, it. by the way. I quad nine fives, by the way, which is a true gem, mm-hmm. is now nine five mint plus. Stop it! Stop it! I know you were actually irritated about this. This is I. What are they doing? I like that they used a ten scale. I don't know why they're still a pristine. I don't need a. I don't need a ten that can literally have one sub be different and go from a ten. Gem mint to a ten pristine to a ten black label. That's a tough look for me. Um, the only people that are going to care that or think of this in a positive view are the people who are already in the hobby and have been there for. Oh, years. it does not seem. By the way, the social media reaction has not been positive because it's I also can't changed. Imagine. There's a there's a banner hanging over their booth here at the Mint Collective, and the picture was Beckett ten on top of it. Beckett ten gem mint in an all nine five subs. Well, that literally changed overnight. Now you have to have a ten sub and three nine fives or better to be a 10 gem mint. The whole point of this was to... This is not good. The point... Their point was, I like what they were trying to do. Make it easier to come in and understand. Because it used to be a min gem was a 9.5, just like a true gem plus plus was a 9.5. And there's a huge discrepancy in price. But I think they overthought this one. And I like... I actually was... Yesterday, I was kind of like, okay, I'm out. And then I started reading more into it. And I was like, you know what? I don't... It, it, I think we're trying a little hard. I mean, and no, it's just like... When all the other grading companies have basically agreed to simplify it, what what is a what does a gem mint mean? What is right. ten whatever, is gem mint? It, they are aligned throughout most of the companies, but for this to not only already it was already a little confusing because nine five was gem mint, and okay, we sure. got used to it, but now with the differentiators of the pluses and the nine fives and changing what it originally meant, it's just. It's thrown me off so bad I'll that honest, I don't I, think I could ever deal with it. Like, as think, far as sending something to I grade. think they should have changed it to just mo- make your subs whole numbers. I'm not trying to come down on Beckett. I, but I agree. I think the whole number scheme has to be Cause done. Because put it this way. If you see a card that has three tens and a nine, and the overall grade is a 10 gem mint, that's pretty easy for you, to, you the novice, to understand mm-hmm. that. Mostly tens. What sucks, though, is that I love the subgrades. I actually really appreciate sure. them. But at this point, it's there's an extra level of confusion that makes me not want to go with that because I'm not going to know exactly what I have. And I think as someone who is pretty new in the hobby compared to a lot of people listening, probably, 
these are the the new guys like myself are the ones who are going to care the least about it. I also worry now too because the quad nines, like a true gem, used to be awesome, and now a true gem is not even a gem mint. Dude, that that is the biggest. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it because I like I like Beckett and I like their team. They're they're nice enough, but yeah, that's just that's a tough. Honestly, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, but True Gem used to be your standard, and okay. now it's not. So does that mean we're just going to see a lot more ten subgrades because that is only a gem mint? But if ten is only gem mint, why is a ten differentiated to now some tens are a black that's... label? I'm telling you, dude, it's a weird. I liked it initially, and now I don't like it at all. And I feel um, bad because they've been super nice to us at the, at the I conference know, here. I know, but that's a problem. Yeah, this is a tough overthought, this one, I think. So, Jesse's scandalous moments. <laughs> so, anyway, Monday's show uh, went over very well with the audience. I think, well, it went over as far as listenership. I think we got a lot of good feedback. We got a lot of negative feedback, too, as far as, like, why would you even have somebody on the show? If that's how you feel about it, you... Oh, because I like to hear both sides of a story. That's, that's why. I, mean, I don't I care if you believe the guy or not. You should at least hear him before just listening to social people talk about it. That's why we did it. To give just a, we don't really have much of an update from uh, Abraham King. from Retail King. He basically just let us know that, because we some of the questions are like, well, why is it taking so long to get video? I just go online and you know check my camera and it tells me. That is only if you're like paying a subscription. I, I do the same thing at my house. I don't pay for it. It basically sh records the last three hours and then it goes away uh, since I don't have a paid subscription. So they're working. I, he said his lawyer's reaching out to the company to see if they can get that video access. Um, so there's that information. The the real main point is that he's still been very forthcoming and giving us details uh, as he gets them. So still believe it, don't believe it, whatever. At least that's the story we've got. Um, there are two other things, two other scandalous things going on. Uh, there's a guy who... I've met a few times. I've known uh, just a little bit in the hobby. His name's Richard. Uh, I don't know his last name, but I think we'll, we'll leave it at that. Sports Card Radio did a piece on them, on him yesterday, I believe. So that was Thursday the 30th. There's been a little bit of, uh, I guess, some talk around the show because he's been big with industry guys, guys who have been in the hobby for a while. And I'm bringing it up now because... He was once on the Card Shop Live app. He's had a little bit of dealings with Mike even in the past. Fortunately, we we uh, did not have to worry about any have anything where he took advantage of any of our people. But it is something I thought we should bring up, and I wanted to get your take, Mike. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's a he was more than just like somebody I dealt with. He was a buddy. Um, but yeah, people saying they didn't get their cards back from consignment, they can't get paid, and his thing was well, I I moved and I'm just way behind. I have friends on both sides. I don't want to. I don't want to crucify anybody. So that is why I've been a little more quiet on this than normal. Um, you know, Sports Car Radio did say at least he was responsive, which was good to hear. So hopefully, people get their stuff back and this just gets settled. But yeah, I feel bad, I, and, and I am totally biased. By the way, when it's a friend, I try to, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. But it looks pretty damning at this point. At this, yeah, I've, I've really, I actually liked him. Like every time we've talked and hung out, he seemed like a really funny guy and down to earth. I didn't think he would do that and. Like you said, maybe there is, maybe there are two sides of the story. We haven't heard anything from him, but at this point, it just doesn't look great. Um, there's one other story, and I'm not going to go too deep into it because I do. This is one of those weird times where I feel a little conflicted because we are at an event that is highly sponsored by these people. But um, there was some news that uh, eBay had 
I don't want to say like they attacked, but they they definitely went after some people that were talking bad about them. Um, and the only reason I bring this up is because eBay is, I mean, they are one Your of the voice biggest people. So quiet, I can't even hear you well, anymore. It's okay. It doesn't. It won't be quiet on the, the pod. People will be able to hear it. I'm being quiet because of the people that are in here who just walked in specifically. Um, there is <laughs> there's a uh, issue where there were people internally at ebay who went after um some i guess they i they, didn't hear about this by the way it's an older couple uh they were they had a site that was basically dedicated to talking about um people who were selling on ebay may have had issues it basically just gave them a voice a platform to say something uh ebay found it and they did not care for it at least some specific people within the company and they spent funds uh ebay funds to uh, send them uh, masks, like like skin hair masks. Like they sent them uh, subscriptions to magazines that were, uh, let's say, adult rated. Seriously, um, they followed them in vehicles. They uh, they think they were around their house, just parked outside their house. Uh, this is all like documented. It's are they suing were, them? So I don't. I think there's probably a lawsuit. I don't know for sure, but I do know it's not the current CEO. It sounds like it sounds like a former CEO of eBay was implicated. As far as there are emails that said go after them or take them down to that effect. Um, so eBay says no. This is just like some bad apples within the company that went after them, and they're saying it's not an eBay thing. It's these people. It's these specific people. They get fired. Some, I think some or all are fired. I think there were maybe nine. I can't remember exactly, but there were, um, there were at least a group. And at this point, it just makes you think if they can do this to some degree, if a, a major, major corporation can do this to, you know, mom and pop, it just makes me nervous, you know, as someone, as a new pe- presenter in the hobby, a new uh, face. I, I guess they're not a new face. It's just like I don't view them as like a card oriented oh i tell you all the time we're an event sponsored by them i think they're so out of touch with sports cards it's ridiculous even the team they sent here pleasant to our faces enough you try to have a real conversation i've never we've never had a real conversation i don't think they like us to be honest. well that's because of me there was a bad interaction that i think was totally misread a year and two years ago whenever it was there was a presenting sponsor on the show like the full through spotify presenting sponsor same thing talk about being out of touch you never even spoke to us you want to get actual coverage talk to us give us stuff to talk about by the way, there's nobody in the room now. This is great. I know. Um, that's always been my problem with eBay. Like, I don't know. You want to be involved, have your name everywhere. Why don't you actually get involved with the people who are in the hobby? It's weird to me. I, yeah. I, I always think they're just out of touch. And so, well, this, so I mean, this, it's a good thing you did it to an old couple. I would say that too. <laughs> like, you pull that crap with like real people and, you know, it doesn't work out as well. They don't just say, oh, stop doing that. Like, that, that's pretty ridiculous. Bunch of yeah. eBay nerds following an old couple around because they have a website where they're like, have some disputes against them. Yeah, it just it's, it's not a good look. And you know, will they I come on here like and talk you, about it? Of course not. Well, I feel like you ha- we have to talk. This is oh, I hope they come on. We and are talk. a news resource. I feel like for the Absolutely. hobby, and we wouldn't if this was anybody in the hobby. We would have to talk about it. And just because it's eBay doesn't mean that we have to. No, that we're going to sit quiet. But it's the same thing. Like we're going to take shots at you because that seems like a scumbag thing to do. Yeah. Well, then take take a second, get in touch with the hobby for a minute and the most listened to show in it, and come on here and respond to it. Would, That's yeah, always the invitation, I mean, by the way. Anytime we take shots, why we so, did it with Retail King, we were going to go after him, so we had him come on. 
We do that with everybody. If we come after you, you're welcome to come on and use the microphone to respond. So. Yeah, add a little clarification, please. Um, that was on 60 Minutes, by the way, if anybody cared to look oh, into geez. it. So. Okay, there's your coverage. Um, all right, the news that came out from Tops yesterday that everyone is talking about is the fact that the I think this is the generational announcement. Let's go ahead and clarify that. Is everybody that. talking about the letdown? Is that what we're Don't, referring to? No, we're not saying that. It is still well, interesting. I'm, I'm saying that. So they Hang on, we have eight people in the audience. Real quick poll. Was anybody else let down by the Tops generational announcement? Was that like the least whelming news? You were excited about this? All right. Well, you're also not using the mic, so nobody knows what you're talking about. Well, your mic is turned off. I'm just Christina. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Really? We have a guest getting ready to join us. Christina from Card Ladders here. She doesn't know. Hi, guys. Nobody in the audience. I don't know. That's not true. David was excited about this. At this point, I think David's a yes man sometimes. I th- sometimes David's a yes sometimes. Man sometimes I think that the general idea was we were going to see something a little bit bigger because this idea was already hinted at and it, I don't know if anybody's really that shocked yeah I gotta ask Kyle in the back here you guys won't be able to hear him didn't they announce this at the tops conference though the whole patch thing that's what I'm saying they announced this very thing so I but asked- then they separately announced the generational thing right Okay, so the, the response from the audience, this is Kyle Reno Rhino. Kyler Rhino Reno. From, from Queensland. Yeah. You're Australia. talking about the debut patch. Yeah. Okay, my question, I have a couple questions on this about logistics. I like how you just come in and take over. This is yeah, good. this is great. What are you wearing, by the way? Is that a cardigan? Yeah, it's a sweater. What you have a hoodie wrong? underneath? Yeah, I do have a hoodie underneath. It's called Fashion Mike. Try it. Mike's, Mike's dress like you're in Antarctica. Mike's go to move is to comment on people's looks as soon as well, he no, sees no, them. Just, yeah, that especially he, the girls of the hobby. No, like, oh, what are all, you yeah, wearing? He's only we are going to talk about, about half women the hobby of the so hobby. Far, so. Special treatment? I think oh not. God. I'm all about I equality. I don't want special treatment. No, I wanted to talk oh, about ahead. the debut patch. Please. So, okay, I have some questions about the logistics of this patch and also this generational thing. Like, you should call it the debut patch because people who don't collect baseball know about the debut patch but they don't know like it has an actual name but so okay if they take the patch off because this is what i was told mm-hmm. um we ha- i had a conversation about this with who uh who clubhouse about? so oh, you know valid. the brains of the <laughs> wikipedia of social media yes. so <laughs> yeah so okay so also half our audience That's my okay. one yeah exactly <laughs> at least half three uh, out of the six yes so they have this patch that's on your first debut uniform. Mm-hmm. My question was, well, that sucks because you don't get to keep your first jersey. And then I was told, well, no, what was they the take the patch off. Oh, they just take, the, yeah, I would assume that's that. That's what I was told. They take the patch off. Well, and it goes onto the, the card. Jersey. And then it goes card. onto the card. But isn't at that point the jersey altered? Well, okay. But are they doing anything with the jersey? I mean, obviously it's probably going to be well, sold somewhere. Well, don't you want to but... keep it? Like, are you I saying mean, if you're the player? Yeah. Do I care more about the thousands and possibly millions in the hobby versus the one player? I would. I don't, I don't really care about I don't the know players. if the players get to keep their stuff anyways. Doesn't that all go to the no, leagues? No, they do. Well, at least in an NFL, they're always oh, like, true. they drop off their jerseys when they switch teams. You should offer so. your shirt to people here. Oh, oh well, we do have shirts. So, so, I mean, you're, you the, one shirts. You're the one you're wearing. The one you're wearing. Podcast worn t-shirt. Here's the thing. I, I don't. I'm thinking about it. I, I wonder, like, does a player care about that though? Like, the, like that I little patch. I think that there are some players who care about that. I mean, we we have seen in other sports. I, again, I don't follow baseball. Forgive me, uh, sports card nonsense audience. That's fine. It's cards. Um, okay. <laughs> what sports cards nonsense? No problem. Keep no, going. please, Christina. It. I'm so sorry. Sports cards nonsense. Appreciate it. Paid sponsor of the show, by the way. No problem. 
Yeah, it's as long plural. as the checks come, you can it's call plural. us whatever you'd like. We're great. I'll call God. you something. Don't worry. <laughs> Please uh, do it, Christina. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I think that there are players that care about their jerseys and like the memorabilia, especially of such a mo- like a momentum of like big know, moment. That's their first appearance. Why wouldn't you want to keep that or give it to your mom or something? Um, to get back to the point about this, is this the generational <laughs> this announcement? Off. Here's the only problem I have. This is what, thick. no, because I'm talking. Oh my God. Are you? This is in person. Now you see it. It's just, it's. This mm. is when we'd cut and he'd yell at me. No, yeah, it is. Um, but it's fine. So mad. this is, I had reached out to AC about it over at Fanatics. Just to clarify, is this the announcement? Mm-hmm. And her response is, which you can tell me if you, what you think about this. She says, this is one of those things from a product innovation perspective. We have a lot more coming this year and we'll uh, we'll be sharing an excitement. But I was told a generational announcement in March. Well, I mean, this is the announcement that I, came I out in March. Cool. If you read if you read that, it makes it sound like that was what it was. But I, I think it's a I think cool it is thing. cool. But I don't think it's a generational thing. I thought they were going to announce the retro hold Bowman series. Like, hey, we're doing a full out Bowman draft series of everybody because they had they talked about that being a set. I thought they were going to announce that that's the whole thing coming out in March. The one-on-one patch, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. I, I think it's cool. I, I'm I all think it's for very like cool. I'm glad thing. they're doing it. I thought there was going to be something different as well. Yeah, don't call well. it generational. I'll take a letdown for 100. <laughs> See, that's well, a Jeopardy so long reference. as we're just insulting uh, big names in the hobby, did you want to talk about We just got booed. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Let's let's introduce a little bit more officially. Christina, thank you so much for joining us. Thank You're you for welcome. coming. She's on her phone. She's not even paying attention. She's I'm totally probably, paying attention. She's probably I'm getting literally notes ready. Like, it's like I'm talking oh, to someone who's mm. claiming they're sick and they can't come to a panel later. What does that have oh, to do with the podcast? cancel on them. Um, I'm a busy woman, Mike, okay? Speaking of you being a woman, <laughs> women in the hobby, sure. that is a topic that is uh, familiar to you. You're doing a panel on the I subject hate, later. I hate this no. Not this year? Thank God. No. Okay. I don't do, I don't, I don't plan panels that give stage time to nonsense. But you did okay. want to yours. But you did want no, at the industry summit. But no, no, no. But her point I at the industry summit. Panels. Okay. And you made a really good point at the industry summit, and I wanted you to express it again today. What was your thought about women in the hobby? My gender has nothing to do with my PC. I agree with that. Like, I, agree I with just that. I think that if you're a collector or a business person or someone who has something to say on mm-hmm. a particular topic, you should be integrated into the panels that are being planned. There should not be a special panel designated for the topic of women in the hobby. I just don't think, I think it's pandering to pander, and I'm not I'm not for it. I'll be honest, the only thing worse than having that panel was having your boy Brian on the panel. Don't that was actually him. the highlight for me. That was the industry summit, yeah. not at this show. But yeah, at, at this point, it does make me think, if I see that panel, it makes me think, oh, I've got to view you people as different. Like the women so in the you, hobby. You people. Like, oh, you, you people? people. You people are different than these people over here. That's what it makes it, it yeah, seem like. Yeah. But it's it shouldn't be. It's it, just it, everybody here. It's like we're second class citizens and they're like, oh, we'll give you some stage time. But only if you all show up together and talk about being women. As yeah. if I'm not a businesswoman, not a collector, not anything. It's just like. Oh, you're a woman, so let me give you stage time. I agree. Less microphone for women. I, I, I totally. Mean, if I have. You don't, if Carlos, you, don't deserve you might have it, to cut that too. I don't think you should get a microphone, and that's man, woman, whatever. You know Child, how I feel. I actually, dog. honestly, I I told you the same thing last year. Either you have a brain in your skull, or you don't. And most people, I just feel like in the hobby, don't. And whether I mean, you're a man or a woman, I don't have any concern. But I do think it's just a weird pandering subject. But 
Can we talk about sports then? We've Let's made get him, off that we've subject. Made him uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just worried about what the Jesse's just mad because he wasn't invited to be on the women of the panel. I would have rather seen him than Brian. I do girl talk so good. People love to have me around them. That's what I'm saying. I think that's what this is. I think this is resentment from Jesse that he wasn't invited. Like your wife likes having you around? Is that what does that mean? What are you, are you trying to your say? Child? I don't. No, I have plenty of girlfriends. Okay, I have a lot of them. <laughs> does your wife know you have girlfriends? It doesn't mean like that. <sighs> All right, you guys are getting. Me I think upset. she'd be impressed. Can we talk about the Mavericks for a second? Yeah, let's talk about you them. Love the Mavericks. Seed. Didn't you I move to love... Dallas? I moved to Dallas what to watch Luca all decision. season long. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts at this point? We're the eleventh. Well, we like I play on yeah. the team. The Mavericks are the eleventh. Less seed than currently. two weeks from the the play in. Yep. Uh, we have the tiebreaker against the Pelicans and the Lakers. So if we can somehow catch up to them, mm-hmm. we will bump them out of the play-in. You know, I, know I only you... need Luca in the play-in and I will be happy. You know how I know you're a hopeless organization when you're talking about <laughs> tiebreakers with the Pelicans? You know <laughs> just, what? Just cash it in. We're good. I, I would agree, but at the same time, like I love to watch Luca play. Why did you get so. Kyrie, though? I don't know if I'm, you're to blame for I this was decision. Not, you know what? That was <laughs> not a decision you? I was consulted That's on. That's the only time I wish this flat earth was real so he could have fallen off of it, but <laughs> didn't happen. So uh, that's okay. Um, I would like to get your opinion then at this point. Hey, Look I'm at this sorry. guy's just coming up here I'm sorry, stealing David, shit. David, are you just taking shirts? Guy from These are for sale. <laughs> Oh, took me three actually, months to get paid for the car. Actually yesterday. not for not sale, but at this point, like, I don't sheesh. know if there's any actual, like, who in this audience is actually not in one? the business? I was joking. It's not for sale. Why would they be at well, the now, It's more of an insult to give it Hang back, Hang on. He brought, the, he brought the shirt up and then he walked away. <laughs> Take the shirt and go put it on. Yeah, you better put it on now. Are people actually, are there any just, just collectors in here or just non-business people? One, two, three. Four. Okay. I saw four hands. Okay. It's a lot. Of, I mean, but that does bring up the question, like, of people in the hobby, who isn't some, does not have a a presence in business? Well, like, what percentage do you think it is? We're well, at, but this is a skew. I know, yeah. I know we are, skewed. and I know this is, but I'm just saying in general, who doesn't have, like, a side hustle of flipping cards to make money? Who's doing it strictly Oh, you're saying, like, who literally collection? just Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I, 20%? Think, I think you would have to specify that. So, are you flipping cards to make money to put into something else, or are you flipping car or selling cards to upgrade your collection, and that is card money? That comes in. Like, are you trying to take the money out of the market? That's different. But putting it back into the sports card industry by buying new collectibles, I think that you're, even if you're a flipper, quote unquote. There's and, a big crew with that, though. I yeah, bet. I think there's a very large 35%. That's why I think like shows I think like more. I think shows like this are big for anybody who listens to this show, just because I think the majority have some kind of business that they they do not again maybe it is 20 percent that's a collector but i feel like there's such a big portion of this hobby (laughs) isn't just in it for collecting they want to make a little money on the side and that's why this show is like know what your tools are that's what you do here you network and you know what your tools are i think mint is kind of like the go-to show for that overall thought i agree Okay. Yeah, no, I have to wow. say, I think it's a great B2B show. Is that yes, the first time sure. Jesse and Mike no, he, have agreed? I do that because he gets mad. If he thing? makes a big point, I just say I agree. He makes uh, him so angry that if I don't. When he, when I, I think I, you said it so well, I have nothing I could say to talk He top doesn't that. care for me to talk for more than two seconds at a time. So Even when I two do, at times is it's a just, bit lengthy. 
but that's okay, okay. Jesse. I'm All in right. your boat. No, I agree. Over. I, so, I think this is a big. I think this is important for a business, a business thing. But there's plenty of shows where guys don't care about anything in the business, which is and great. there's plenty of people who don't go to shows because they just buy cards. They don't need sure. to network, and they're yeah. quiet collectors. And I think those are a lot more people than you are giving credit to. So at this point, the show hasn't even actually opened, right? Like at least to the public. So we are yeah, not till tomorrow, right? Tomorrow is when the show opens to the public. So that was a good thing to pull the audience on who's not here for business because it's only open for business. Well, I knew like I, I, I well, knew no, it's, what it's the it's answer was going to be. People who have mint signature passes, so people who've spent a very large uh, <laughs> ticket price. Thank what are you, you looking at, Jesse? Jesse? He didn't pay for his ticket. <laughs> There's no way that guy paid for his own ticket. Jesse, I Jesse Craig, not I, Jesse Gibson. He paid. This Jesse, that Jesse probably sponsored the like event. Like how he spells his name, too. He I spells think, it the I right think PWCC way. is a sponsor with Card Speaking Ladder of, of this in entire five minutes, event. Jesse Craig will be joining we gotta, us. This is five more minutes of women in the hobby on the microphone? <laughs> oh, oh, we not? You want to give me five more God. minutes? No, I was... This is now Christina's show. Yeah, thank you, Christina. Any other card you're thoughts welcome. while you're here? you have anything else to... Anything, anything else on from your Card mind? Ladder? Anything you wanted to talk about there? I know that next week we'll be having Chris on, but... Allegedly. That dude bails on the show more I than I do. I talked to him yesterday. He's totally down to come on the show. He bails on the show, really, Mike. You he want to bring that sniffles up right now? He can't go on a podcast. I'm not asking him to show up and do construction. Oh my dear! I'm just saying. Okay. Anyways, back to card ladder. I'm so apologetic. She knows it's true. That's um, why she's wearing the cardigan? Because if she catches a cold, she's gonna have to leave. But <laughs> it's okay. But and I and yet, if he bails, you never extend the invite to another co-founder. So you want to shut your mouth now? I've told you. I just the. Man only Women, show. I don't. Yeah, man only show. I'm man very consistent nice, with this. Nice. Man only yep. show. Oh, Dad just texted. No podcast God. yesterday. Are you okay? So it's good. You didn't tell him you were going to Vegas. No, I did. Okay. Well, that's good. Dad doesn't mind um, throwing a few back and forth. I would like to. Things. I would like to meet your dad. I have some issues with how you were raised. Oh, he he wasn't around. Uh, he <laughs> can't answer the questions. Dear, yeah, he has nothing to say about that. Now I'm getting uncomfortable. All right, here we go. <laughs> Moving on. Jesse's no, parents are divorced just, too. Everyone listening to this hey. is probably like, oh my God, Christina and Mike hate that? each other. But can I also just say, he's from Boston. I'm from Connecticut. This is how we talk to each other. It's very Correct. natural. Anybody and else, Jesse loves it. Does anybody else feel uncomfortable? Is it just me? I just like Italian Americans yeah, from you. the Northeast of it. the country yeah. hate on each other to show that they care. All right. At this point, Christina, thank you so much for joining us. We yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, at this you. point, Christina, leave the stage. No, 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 That's no. what I was just told. That's not it. Honestly. That's not it. it <laughs> you were great. We pleasure. It. You were much funny. You brought the audience to life for us. I mean, I, I would like to point out that the audience grew at least double since I've been on stage. We went from six to 12 people. You're yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's actually good. Yep. That's yeah, good. you're welcome. Thank you, Christina. Thank you very much. Thanks, appreciate guys, it. for having me. I appreciate it. And that brings us to our final, probably save the best for last, I think we can all safely say. Uh, Jeff. You mean Jeff? Jeff, Jeff, pronounce it, pronounce Ho it. Hofer, how how close did I Hofer. get? That was as that good as good as I do. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Jeffrey Hofer from Panini has joined us. Now, if you call me Jeffrey, not, I'm gonna not okay. assume I'm in trouble. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and back back. I'm gonna just back it up on that. Jeff, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We are also thoroughly enjoyed because you're the only guest to bring gifts. Um, so also, also another reason why you're number one. I would um, say I have a bit of an advantage in the, uh, especially sports card gift area. <laughs> you, as a, as working for, uh, one of the only real companies that we care about right now. Well, well, um, thanks. at this point you are going to talk a little bit about NFT stuff just because let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room. There is a major change to the NFT site. Let's, let's just go ahead and let the audience know if you have not seen it it is amazing i 
I know there are a lot of NFT guys who don't care as much about, uh, or there's a lot of guys who don't care about NFTs. This is one of the best upgrades to a site I've seen. Like, it looks like you spent an insane budget on it. Awesome. Well, uh, it's, as you guys know, it's been in development for a while now. A while is what I've heard, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's a big overhaul. The, to me, uh, and by the way, it's nft.paniniamerica.net if you want to go check it out. Um, it's it looks like its own site, which it it, does. which which is what we really want to do. Now it's there's obviously direct links from the Panini America site, mm-hmm. but now I feel like the Panini uh, NFT community has their own spot outside of our Discord, which you know you can Discord's for discussions. Sure. Cesspool. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? Discord is Dude, so much better than Facebook. The people who are literally a step below the basement dwellers with sweatpants. Come on. Dude, not, like, Discord <laughs> is the biggest site of cesspool in the world. Not Panini, on that just note, in general. It is tough. Oh, I, I agree. Oh, I mean, it's you got the mutants. same... <laughs> Seriously. Okay, well... Six toes. I, like, I like Discord. We have a Discord group. You have a Discord group. We have a lot of traffic through there. At this point, the uh, NFT site, the only reason... I even like talking about NFTs is because of the Panini ones. And it's not because you're a sponsor of the show. It's because they actually seem to have real value, not just in trading for digital pictures. But at this point, you guys have started doing the golden ticket reward challenges, which I think if we're going to attract an audience, that's not already in the NFT space. It's this way. And I talked about it a week or two ago when I tried to get on on the Timberwolves game challenge that I lost, sadly. I thought there was going to be a little finagling on the back end. That didn't happen. That's fine. You guys are honest. (laughs) Um, But there's another challenge coming up. I know we can't talk about it. Can you give a little hint of what's happening with it? Well, thank you for for teeing that up. Actually, let me me start with next weekend, uh, UFC 287. We have more of what was formerly known as the Golden Ticket. Now, I want to say it has another special name for the UFC because... That well, was that, that that was a branding issue. So uh, it is like the ultimate uh, fan experience. Okay. But it was essentially the same thing. It was pulled from an NFT pack. Those people get all expense paid trip to uh, UFC 287 next weekend in Miami. They uh, you know they get to go to the weigh-ins. They get to have dinner with a UFC fighter. And then they get to go and watch the fights. I can't emphasize it enough because of the fact. There, I don't want to say like there's a small audience because we, you obviously want that audience to grow, but right now there's not as big of an audience as what you guys are probably planning on in the future. So what that means to anybody who's getting in on it today, you have a much higher chance of actually winning this thing. When I did the competition for the the Minnesota the Anthony Edwards contest, I was one of eight people that won. Like, and I unfortunately didn't get those tickets because there's only three winners. But in this case, there's probably not going to be hundreds of people that actually complete the challenge. So you have, if you get in on it, you have a very high chance of actually going to these things. I, I agree with that. And I think it's definitely, it's worth your time if this is something you're interested in, you're a collector already. It's certainly if you're an NFT person. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now we... <sighs> You know, unfortunately, we've seen some of the same names pop up. So I know the pool is not huge yeah. at this point in time. Uh, but something you teased earlier, and I'm just going to re-tease it because I can't give away all the details just yet. But next week, we're going to unveil our biggest in-real-life experience that's going to come out of uh, NFL NFT packs. It's going to be a wild experience that when I first heard it, I 
I didn't even understand how we were able to do that. Yeah, that's when like, you guys told me, and I'm not going to say what it is, but it was, it seemed like I didn't even know that you could, per I don't, I assume you had to purchase it. I don't know how you did it, but yeah, it I'm, seems I'm pretty cool. I'm in the same cool. boat, Jesse. Yeah. I, I didn't know this was even something we could, we could give away if we wanted to, but we have somehow finagled this and it's it's going to be really cool. So I know that's incredibly general. Yeah. Somebody better tell me off air. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> no, nobody tell you guys haven't talked. Nobody okay. tell I think him. he told me. I told him. Okay. Tell it's him. my ADD. Right. Right. I think you would, you would remember this one because it's, it's, it, very it's, it's cool. pretty wild. Um, so anyways, that super general tease will hopefully be revealed next week. And that is all in the NFL Prism product, the NFT Prism product that is coming out. Uh, when does it come out? Came officially? out just came out just today. Dropped. Oh, today yeah. is the official day. So. Yeah, the, the Prism NFT packs, uh, Prism football NFT packs dropped today. And I believe for the first, if I recall, the first 72 hours, if you buy a pack from the site, you get an additional pack. So it's like a one for one. It's called a BOGO. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Is that's, it really named? That's really buy good. one get one. Oh, <laughs> it is essentially a bogo. Yeah, so we got a real bogo opportunity for you in the next seventy. So it ends sometime uh, Monday morning, I believe. But uh, NFT Prison Packs is where that challenge will be. Um, real close. All right. So that's now, yeah, we'll not for the fake a, stuff. We'll go to a little physical talk. Um, you brought us some contenders uh, basketball or football. I'm contenders sorry. football just came out this week for all of our football collectors in the audience. You guys, th this is this is the product that we love. Th this and, and Prism Football, which came out a couple of weeks ago, these are the heavy hitters. Uh, it, it's it's a big deal. It's it's a fun break. It's not a quick break, as I was telling these yeah, guys a ton before. Of paper. It's, yeah. it's a little bit longer, but uh, for those of you that are set builders, it's it's great for that. Yeah, the flagship. Here's a weird thing to me. This was three thirty on your site. Like I know the class is underwhelming in the hobby because Brock was everything, and now he's he's fallen off. That just seems stupid cheap. Like, I don't... This is one of the few products well, for I actually... five autographs. Well, and for this product. Like, there's other yeah. stuff with five autos. Like, this is the same price as... Illu it's cheaper than Illusions. I yeah. like Illusions, but in no world should contenders be cheaper than Illusions. Uh, is it sold out? Or is it still... Uh, that's a great question, and a question I should know the answer to, but... <laughs> don't you work for Panini? If I only had a computer in my pocket, that would answer to no, every question. No, those don't work. Dustin Hoffman style, he didn't <laughs> bring the computer. I know. I agree, though. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're looking to see if contenders is even available. But, but, but to, to Mike's point, I totally agree. It's, I mean, frankly, if if you're a uh, savvy individual who likes to sit on products that always appreciate, contenders football is one of those because I don't think it's going to get any cheaper than it. Yeah, it's still for sale. Do you think that? So one of the unique things that I noticed on the changes that were added to the Panini NFT site was that now you are showing exactly how many packs are left. Do you think you guys would ever do that with like actual physical products? I think it would be incredibly difficult to do with physical really? product. I I, yeah. I don't think they would do that. I also think it would be incredibly difficult. I guess it would be hard to say like what's actually left the house because well, digital we never even you can hear, say. We never even hear initial print runs or anything like that either. Like you guys have always kind of kept that pretty It would be very cool. interesting if they started releasing those numbers though. I got it. That'd be breaking news. Uh, is that, that why you're here? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The that's worst it. thing. Um, all right. So I feel like there Jeff was... has to go in three minutes. It's no. okay. No. Uh, let's see. What's on your notepad? I, I can hang out till twelve twenty. So I just brought I brought general stuff in case we hit, want to talk the release notes. schedule. We do. Um, yes. Okay. There's well, a huge release schedule in April, isn't there? Like there, you guys have a Mar ton of Mar product. March was packed. April's great as well. Um, so this week, contenders football, which we're going to open a couple packs of, I think. Uh, Court Kings basketball, which is my favorite product that we do. I, I remember love you Court saying Kings. that last Seriously? year. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> what do you I like know, about I Court Kings? I, I just love. Well, I love God. the design. I, I love all of those inserts in there. 
Uh, it's just Inter- it's I've never heard amazing. somebody say yeah. corking is their favorite product. Yeah, I know. Well, okay. I like to be original every now and then. Uh, NT Racing, which I know is Jesse's I, favorite product. I love that. Pro- only racing product I like. Really? Yep. I'll break okay. a bunch of it when I get back home. Yeah, I think we, awesome product. We talked about that on the Monday show too. It's got cool. some really. Cool it's like it's literally autos. like a guy's you know hairnet from a car that got caught on fire. <laughs> Oh, it's like event used seared flesh. Oh yeah, I like no, it. It is a cool product, though. The memorabilia in that product is probably as Court cool as Kings any of our products. Is your favorite Shut product? Up, it is. It is. Dude. I was gonna bring a box. Now I'm happy I didn't. No, yeah, exactly. I, didn't, I don't appreciate it like you do. No, don't don't give it anybody. Oh my god. I'm just shocked. I don't think it's a bad product. I'd never. All right. I, I, I love it. I think it's great. Highly underappreciated, and you're proving that right yeah, now. I don't exactly. appreciate it at all. Seriously, such a jerk. Still a show sponsor though. Okay. Good. Well, they were next week. Limited football, uh, a cool product. Contenders basketball goes out next week. That's the pro uniform. Contenders. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. NBA. Um, and those and- are two. Sorry to keep interrupting. That's two okay. autos of basketball. Is that right? I thought it was five as well. Now I'm curious. It's, okay. I, I'll I'm look probably this up. horribly you know, misrepresenting that, but uh, you're doing good. Again, it's, you, I wish we had a computer. Or no, we on. don't. That's um, sad. <laughs> Eminence basketball, which you guys are probably going to be dra- breaking a few of those. I How much hope Eminence so. is crazy expensive, isn't it? Like thousands of bucks? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about 20K a box. You'll totally. be breaking a few. Yeah, just you'll rip a yeah. few. Yeah, here we I go. don't want to say I've already made my rounds and gotten the word that I'm getting some boxes, but oh. I was told from you, right, Jeff? Yeah. You said oh, that. yeah, yeah. That- Got that That's back. two autographs. Well, you just said it. By the there you way. go. Two, it is two. Okay, sorry about that. Um, and finally, next week, Prism WWE coming up. The you know uh, what stinks? second year release on that. We did this the last WWE, year. The WWE, the WrestleMania is tomorrow and Sunday. I wish it was like available today to rip, but that's okay because it'll still be hot. I mean, everyone will know who. The I never know when I'm are. opening there. It's, I, we did good last year. We ripped one live on the but show. That's just because we don't follow it. No, I'm that's sure the what guys I mean. follow. I, it was cool though. I mean, first year was good. I mean, I, if I'm not pulling Hulk Hogan or The Rock, I also <laughs> I need not vintage. I need my vintage for sure. But obviously, for the guys who follow it, that'll be a huge product. Big one, yeah. We've 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 got a lot of great feedback, and you know, getting some buzz online already about that. So okay, cool. It'll be interesting. Anything else coming out? Any other releases you wanted to talk about? Or is I was that just going to mention our uh, main giveaways. So we've got for signature ticket holders. If you're at the show, I don't know. Are you guys putting this? This out comes out like, today. Yeah, yeah. It comes out today. Okay. So well, after all the edits, I said a lot of inappropriate stuff. <laughs> yeah. After we cut all of the f bombs, feel bad for it'll be eleven. Uh, it'll be eleven <laughs> minutes. It'll be for three hours. Ready to jump in front of a train. Um, so we uh, obviously uh, Panini's got a booth here. We're going to be open all day tomorrow, which is Saturday and Sunday. Um, if you have a signature ticket to come by the booth, there's uh, a free pack for you. It's a card that's going to come in a uh, one-touch holder. They're all nice. I think they're num- numbered either out of 10, out of 4, or 1 of 1. Oh, nice. So okay. Can we get one of these? We have a media badge. What does this do for me? <laughs> I, so... I believe in your opening night bag that they gave you. We, there we, was, told didn't get that we have to go and ask them for that. We're going to get one, though. And I'm getting this card. So. I, I was going to say, I know Ooh. somebody over there. So okay. Things, right. okay. things are happening. Uh, and also a free NFT pack. Oh, if, yes. If you stop by. But the, the key here is you got to go to the Panini booth. So we can't, okay. can't mail these to you if you are, bought a signature badge and you didn't come to the show. You've got to actually be at the booth. Now, you guys have a booth out there. Massive Wait, What's setup. this room? Like, you guys also have a room over here. What are you doing in that? Hobnobbing. Yeah, so we have... Uh, oh, oh, we're, we're doing some uh, workshops and panels over there. Oh, okay. Are you talking about the, like, show floor? Well, like, the, the conference show room. that you guys had a conference room just down the hall from here. 
Yeah, so we're, we're doing a bunch of panels over there. Uh, we're, okay. We're going to do a uh, Monopoly NBA Prism uh, demo, which is going to be pretty cool. Speaking of Monopoly, can we talk about this for a second? This is officially releasing when? Do you know? Uh, it's so very soon? I want to say second week of April, but they started pre-selling on Target.com today. So at this point, it is a new Monopoly version of the game, but you're playing with actual cards that... Correct. Like... In all reality, like I can go and get this graded more than likely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're, okay. they're they're regular trading cards. Yeah. I mean, okay. Overall, that's the you think there's probably going to be a big market for not just guys who love Monopoly. I'm sure there's plenty of like them. Like the Pokemon but, effect. Yeah, but at, at the end of the day, they're probably going after the cards to do something with them. One hundred percent. So th this was all thought through before this was produced. We're going to be selling the game boards. Uh, they will also come with some cards, but there will be blaster boxes of just cards. Interesting. Um, and the cool, the cool deal is, you know, there's parallels. There's lower number parallels in there. I don't actually think any of them are numbered, but there's more rare parallels in there of each card, and they have different like strengths when you're playing the game. Oh, so interesting. So it's not just collectible. So it is really like it, Pokemon. It has, yeah. Okay, that's very cool. Um, so we have our own packs. I didn't open my pack yet. I'll just do that. We'll do your separate. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. I ripped three yours. packs. Yeah. So we got twenty twenty two contenders. First card out, numbered card at least. Herschel Walker out of ninety nine. We got a power players. David Montgomery. I think we got one auto on the back here. Oh. Don't get excited. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, we Wait. actually rookie ticket. It's a rookie ticket number oh. two of forty nine. Delarin Turner. Oh. Yell. Okay. Well, hey, that's a nice looking card. The it's card a nice looks good. good. I was gonna say it's a nice card. The, and then MVP the Matt Jones good. second year. Oh, okay. The card's there you nice. Go. We got four more to go, so we're good. All right. Well, we'll we're have gonna to rip the rest more. of this box. Of the yeah, game. we'll do it live. We'll do good some deal. Yeah, you guys are gonna come by and see us. We're gonna come by and rip some packs. Yeah, yeah get some absolutely. Free stuff, of course. I know you don't have much more time. We've been Hand asking all of our audience or all our guests. You just have to beat one twenty six. The, no, one twenty-eight was the my. The whole goal is to embarrass Jesse. It's just a grip test. That's all it is. It's a grip is. test. You okay. just squeeze it. What's the best you've seen? One si one sixty from Mike, mm -hmm. but that was probably a fluke. Is uh, this from breaking? Yeah, that's. I mean, just... that's kind of the point of bringing this here. Is like if you're a real card guy. Oh God, does that mean I'm not a card guy? Where's the no one ever limit of a card guy? <laughs> being a card guy. All right, let Jeff squeeze it. All right, this is going to be Jeff, embarrassing. Give us a okay. squeeze. All right. Uh, let me get started for you. All right, there you go. So squeeze here? Yep. Yeah, just squeeze as hard as you can. Don't look at it. Oh, Because okay. it'll save it. Hold it down. Okay. Actually, you let me gotta, start you it over. you got to straighten the arm. Oh, you got to straighten it? Okay. Yeah, you want, you're going to really want to. All right, there you go. Yep, here we go. Oh, he's going out front. It's a bold oh. move. Is that, is that not a good I mean, idea? that's fine. That's okay. fine. I don't oh, my gosh. Wait, it shouldn't go that well. Wait, wait, wait. Let's restart it. Let's restart I'm not even going to look at it. Don't even look at it. I did look at it. I'm not going to say what it was. Looked embarrassing. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I will say this has a max of 200 pounds. No one's gotten to that point yet. So. Oh, gosh. Did he not be Jesse? Yes. That was oh, horrible. Oh, finally. Let me Here's see this. Here's the thing. When Give I, me this thing. When I test I didn't average break people not in the oh, hobby, 99.2. That's a body this is temperature. Not, yeah, that is a this body is not an insane actual strength because most people, unlike the people that we've had on today, pull something around this. Like maybe low hundreds, high 90s. So this is not crazy. Jesse's being nice because we're responsible. He likes no, court, he likes, he likes court saying, kings and he has weak I'm hands. just saying Perfect. we've had a lot of freakishly strong hand guys uh, read into that however you will. Um, Jeff, thank you so much for joining the show today. Yep. See you tomorrow. I love you guys. Content. Thanks for having me over here. I appreciate it. What, looking forward to seeing you at the booth. Yeah. For sure. We'll, we'll be, be there tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Real quick. Let's just bang it up with mailbag and wrap it up. Um, I wanted to at least hit a couple because guys couldn't be here. 
uh, Rico Sor- Sorce? Sorce? Mm-hmm. Does Jordan Walker have a shot at NL Rookie of the Year? Absolutely. I mean, guys are super high on Corbin Carroll, but Jordan Walker can hit. He's on a team that's going to be, you know, playoff bound, I think most people assume. So, absolutely. He's got a major league bat, for sure. Uh, John Tallman wants to know, for Mike, is the Mint more or less enjoyable with a celebrity like Jesse in tow? Less. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cole Benz, uh, Rip Flip or Hold 2022 Stadium Club Chrome. Ooh, hold it. I love Stadium Club Chrome. And I love this class. Okay. So, yep. Yeah, hold it or rip it. Or buy more if you can. Do whatever you want. It's a great product. Just, just yeah, do whatever be you more want. More invested with that. in it. Okay. Um, Chris Huber, thoughts on the rumored change in Beckett grading? We already hit that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's ch- and it's changed literally would, overnight. So I'm curious what it is. They actually haven't announced anything either, by the way. This is all stuff that got leaked yesterday. And I did have some one on one conversations and it changed in a text message I got this morning. So I'm curious what the actual announcement is or if they hold off on doing anything because they haven't said anything yet. I, at this point, I would love to hear what you guys in the audience, like the people we who do listen to the thing. show. We should do a live at their booth and ask them, like, right from the horse's mouth, like tomorrow. <laughs> like a gotcha media thing? No, no, like, hey, so can you explain to us what it is? Okay. I do think that'd be kind of a cool... Yeah. I, w- I would love to hear what their take is after listening to this. Actually, I, I don't It's an honest take. It. I mean, whatever. Um, Casey Lee, can Mike explain what the star basketball cards are of the 80s? Oh, very They're talking rare. about what PSA's accepting yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. They started grading them. Now, these were cards that were manufactured and passed out at games mostly. And then the issue there is like they were still being printed years after and they were like they'd print an 86 Jordan or an 85 Jordan card in 87. But it'd be the same material, same printing press, same yeah. everything. They just... So that's why there's a lot of controversy around the cards. The people, and it's like an issue where people are saying, oh, this is the real rookie, yes. not the other rookie. Okay. But some people don't respect that brand. Uh, Jeremy Byers wants to know, as a business owner in the hobby, would you say the Mint is a must-attend just from a business-to-business standpoint? Yes, for B2B, you have to. Absolutely. He also wants to know, why doesn't Jesse have a card in the Tops Big League? Um, someone also asked the same about you in a separate question. I feel Poor decision like, making by tops. That's why I feel like there that has to change. Obviously, um, there's a question that was raised. So here's a question that someone asked in a separate group. I I am curious to what, see what you think. So this Tom's Big League is the product that the influencer mm-hmm. uh, cards are in. A great curator, I think, is in it. Mama break. Uh, Mama breaks. Slapstrong. Uh, Slapstrong. Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, and then Ryan. Card collector too. Card collector too. The question is, why are they in this product as opposed to like Allen and Ginter where you would normally find that? Because this is a cheap retail, almost a, entirely a retail exclusive product. Okay. Allen and Ginter is still a hundred bucks a box. You know how much people would freak out if a hit was one of these cards in a, in a, in a hobby box? It's just funny because like you did have an Allen and Ginter, like the, I know, Ginter the does kid, it too. Yep. Like the, what was his name? Blake, the, he was in that product. and I, I know. I, yeah, I guess I'm just confused why we're I just doing don't care. different. It's such a cheap product, like so what? And they didn't take away a hit. It's just an added SP. They if are you hit super, one. Yeah, there's so. they're not super short print, but they're definitely uh, short print, way. I believe. Um okay. One more. Uh I think well, actually. Oh, we could be done now. It'd be great. Let me just see if there was a last one. Um okay. Just a general one. This will be nice. Take the edge off. Justin Grice. Christ, excuse me. Best card you've seen hit in a break by yourself or for someone else? So a break you were actually in. I mean, I pulled the orange Otani back in 2018. That was like 30 grand then. That you've explained. You've been a part of that one. 
What about for you? Like for you personally? Oh, I don't hit nice cards ever. <laughs> That's Never. The thing. When Eve said this, I was trying to think like, what's the I just best hit a thing? Garrett Wilson the other day in a single box of Prism and it sold for 190 bucks. A Garrett Wilson RPA out of Prism. I think oh. I spent 20 bucks on the team. That's was, my best ever, by the way. I think that box of Prism that I ripped um, oh, at, at Nash, Nash Cards, Cards last year. You had the year, Red Wave Justin Fields. Except I didn't sell any of them. I just, I held Good. them for too long and then they dramatically dropped in price. But There you go. Well, that is right. your show. It was a long show. I ran out of steam here. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network powered by Spotify and this week powered by the Mint Collective We're live here. We had a fun time with it. So uh, we will see you guys next week back to the normal schedule, Monday and Thursday. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.